Hey all, thanks for coming back to Orb Magic. My name is Dr. Christina Rawls, and I am thrilled about my guest today. I won't tell you who they are yet, but first I wanted to just do a few minutes of introduction. I haven't talked much about the orb phenomena on the podcast, which I find a little interesting and weird. <laughs> um, sometimes it'll come up, and I've co- of course talked about the ebooks that I've now published in the past two years on the orb spirit phenomena. And in my first publication, and I highly recommend the ebooks, they're very cheap, affordable, and they have great pictures and a little bit of my story and also some science. Um, the first two are called The Technological Age and The Orb Phenomena, and then May the Orbs Be With You. And the third one is on Transfiguration and Transfiguration Photography, another form of spirit photography, and it's called Transfiguration for a Postmodern Age. A little more science in that one, but the pictures I think you will really appreciate. One of my spirit team, Red Cloud, transfigures over my face in that book and there's a series of photos that I think uh, anyone who looks at them will appreciate especially if you don't know what transfiguration is which is where the spirit shows themselves over your face and uses your energy to do it and it doesn't look like you at the end of the photo on average it looks like another person but from the spirit world so today I was learning all about the difference between uh, the astral plane and the etheral plane and the etheric plane. And I was learning that the spirit world does not come through, I hope I get this right, the etheral plane, but they do come from the astral plane and many other dimensions. But the orb phenomena has been with me since 2007 when my mother felt the urge to take a photograph in her living room while her nie- my niece and nephew, her grandchildren, were laying on the floor. They were around five and six, maybe six and seven. And they were laying on the floor watching some cartoons. And she just felt happy. And she also suddenly felt the need to take a picture. And she didn't have her camera nearby. And they weren't doing anything particularly unusual. Um, so she remembered she told me she remembered feeling like why did I get that sudden urge very strange she took the picture and in the recliner chair black leather recliner chair behind the kids where some of their toys and blankets were even on the recliner was a spirit and that spirit in the photograph and this was just 2007 not that long ago actually in my book but still at a time when we weren't using digital cameras as often and smartphones as we are now. So she would take a regular film camera um, and she took it to get developed and she got the picture back in, you know, when she picked them up, I think at CVS or something. And there in the recliner was a spirit and you could see the face detailed and the neck and the shoulders and the upper body and it was behind the kids blankets and that's all you could see but there was a bright light orb around the head perfect circular orb around the head and when you looked at the details of that spirit photo you could see my grandfather's face smiling and part of his mother's face my babchia, my bachi, his mother, his my great-grandma, who I grew up with when I was a little kid. And you could see the two of them in there, especially him smiling. And that was when I was a PhD student in philosophy, and I did not know what to do with that photo. I knew the spirit world was real. I've been uh, tapping in with my psi abilities my whole life, you know, and using my different abilities in different ways trying to get the philosophers to pay attention and failing or just doing it badly made so many mistakes. But I was looking at that photo. It was around 2007, 2008. I can't remember the exact date. And there it was, my grandfather, spirit, in spirit, with a bright orb, perfect circle around his head. And I remember thinking, I can see his shoulders. I can see his body, ethereal body. 
but why is the orb only around the head? And then, you know, I started taking pictures and getting orbs in my photos here or there in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I just, you know, I couldn't deal with it or dress it and it fully at the time. And life goes on. But over time now, since then, especially in 2011, I have come to discover that the orbs, spirit, our spirits are from the spiritual world. They are perfectly circular because they are symbolizing eternity and our souls are eternal. And I'll read you some definitions from credible sources. They are not backspatter. They are not dust particles. They are not water or malfunctioning digital cameras. They are not reflection or refraction or sunspots. And you do have to be able to tell the difference because they look very similar. If you have a lot of dust in your room and you're taking a video, it's very hard to tell the difference between the dust and the orbs, with the exception that sometimes the orbs are bright, bright, bright light. They fly around the room and leave light traces. They're different colors. They have different shapes. They have faces inside of deceased loved ones. Uh, as has been proven by Orb Medium's Virginia Hummel in her work and books, interviewed also by Suzanne Giesman and Orb Medium Nancy Myers, who I had the honor of talking with once a few years ago. And you can see their Orb books are incredible. There's also Dr. Klaus Heinemann, experimental physicist who once worked for NASA, and his research partners, his wife, Gundy Heinemann, and the former president of a university in Europe, uh, I forget the university at the moment, but Mikael Ludwith, who have now amassed over 100,000 photos of orbs and counting. And I forget if that's individually or combined, but I'm thinking it might be combined. Uh, they wrote the seminal book on orbs called The Orb Project about 10, 15 years ago. I explain all this in my ebooks. My they're short little ebooks with lots of photos. So if you want a summary uh, there. But I thought I would talk about the orbs today because that's how a lot of this journey got started for me in the past decade. In 2011, they exploded on camera for me, digital camera, and I got them almost every night I took pictures. And I was living in Bedford, Pennsylvania. And I remember showing my landlords and friends. And I remember once, with all due respect and understandably, one of my philosophy professors at Duquesne University saw one of the photos of a huge bright light orb, massive, in front of a tree, no less, and time and date stamped, as I often take them, always time and date stamped. And now I can take them every time for clients and sitters when I do my evidential mediumship readings or healing gatherings. We do orb demonstrations and spirit photography demonstrations at all the healing gatherings I do publicly. And I did my first one for the annual IANS conference in Salt Lake City this past year, the International Association of Near-Death Studies. But they exploded in 2011. They're all over the place, inside the house, outside the house, day or night, faces inside, geometric patterns, beautiful geometric patterns or sacred geometry and all different colors. And they still arrive all the time, humbly stated. And I'm so grateful 99% of the time. And I don't know why they come with me or where I go, <laughs> or maybe I'm bringing them to you. I don't know all of that story yet, but I am continually learning and discovering and developing in my physical mediumship and mental trance channel mediumship because orb photography and orbs being around you is a type of physical mediumship. Spirit photography is a form of physical mediumship like transfiguration if you can bring that every time you go into trance or practice. And that's what's happening. So let me just read you some quick definitions and then I'll tell you who our guest is today. Fellow orb photographer and medium... I'm going to call her a medium. She probably doesn't call herself that yet, but <laughs> but since it is a type of physical mediumship, but fellow orb photographer, some of the most amazing orbs I have ever seen in any book or in any place, um, now being taken by Liz Webb in Australia, who is our guest today. 
And I cannot wait till you hear her talk about her orb photos. And more importantly, I'm going to put some pictures, if she lets me, of some of her better orb photos up on the website when I publish this podcast. But before we say hello to Liz, here are some definitions that I trust and are credible about the orbs. Mikkel Ludwith and Dr. Klaus Heinemann write, Investigating, quote, investigating the phenomena of orbs would constitute a major milestone in terms of scientific insight into a multi-layered spiritual realm with physical ramifications. Orbs cast a new light on the philosophical, spiritual, scientific realization that all is one. End quote. Here's another one that I really love, and they're not wrong about that. They are right about that. In Virginia Hummel's Orbs and the Afterlife, the book, Virginia, fellow orb medium, asks Suzanne Giesman's group of trans-channel guides, Sanaya, about the orbs. And this is on my website, on the Spirit Photography page. And this is what they said. Quote, An orb is evidence of life. It carries the energy of life itself. Orbs are sentient beings, if you wish to call them beings. Coalescing energy that can form and dissolve at will for your enjoyment and for the lessons placed there by higher consciousness, but they are fully conscious and sentient themselves. How do you like that? Like the cells in your body, your cells are all conscious. They are orderly and have their own system end quote. How beautiful is that? And that reminds me of Spinoza's philosophy. And you folks who know about Spinoza's ethics or anything related, and that's what I wrote my doctorate on, you'll know why I say that. I see very, I see a lot of commonalities in a very strange spiritual way. And Spinoza wrote about the laws of nature and was trying to separate science from religion, understandably and beautifully and needed at the time in the 1600s. But I see a lot of commonalities in the definitions of Spinoza on all living things being animate and conscious and then how the orbs are also defined in that way. But here's another definition given by the trans-channel medium Elaine Thorpe in the UK from her spirit friend who she channels in direct voice, Jonathan. Quote, most of these orbs are circular and that depicts the eternal, the limitless. So sometimes you will see little faces within those orbs. We are beings of light coming to visit you. End quote. I love that, right? That's how it always felt to me. We are beings of light coming to visit you. And we are sentient and we have our own system and our own knowledge and our own language. And we're not your family and loved ones on the other side entirely. We're just a way the orbs are just a way for your family to visit you, to say hello, for the spirit world to visit you, to say hello. They're kind of like, you know, <laughs> balls of light that are teleported or something or ty- a type of some kind of teleportation for your spirit family in the, uh, you know, on the other side, as they say. It's really just another dimension. And so to me, it's like a vehicle, a spiritual car race car. (laughs) If you remember in The Wizard of Oz, the good witch arrives in an orb. Think about it, right? And, you know, it's not so far-fetched to think that the other dimensions and the spirit world, which we now have scientific evidence of, we just don't have a paradigm shift yet, quite yet, but that's changing. It's not too far-fetched to think about how There might be reasons for these spirit communications. There might be healing, and there is healing that can happen. I know Dr. Heinemann's wife, Gundy Heinemann, uses orb healing, spiritual orb healing, and some of her quantum healing therapy. Um, But here's another quote, speaking of the Heinemanns. Dr. Heinemann and Mikkel Ledwith wrote, write, that, quote, it would be neither logical nor responsible at this stage to dismiss all orb phenomena as due to mechanisms such as stray reflections. They continue, 
The orb phenomenon may turn out to be one of the most remarkable things we have met so far, not just for what it may be itself, but more importantly, for what light it may shed on the human race's attempt to understand itself and where it fits into the cosmos, end quote. I really like that one. And I remember talking with Bobby Gallo, ghost hunter, former magician extraordinaire, so he knows all the tricks, and he knows mediums are real, the real ones, and how to tell the difference. But I did an interview with Bobby Gallo. Hey, Bobby, you can all go listen to that. It was a really good interview. And I love this quote by him also, that's why I wanted to have him on the podcast last season. And I have this on my website also. And you can see pictures of orbs on my website on the Spirit Photography page at christinarawls.com, which connects then to drchris1111.com. Bobby writes, quote, anyone who hasn't read The Orb Project has no business criticizing the validity of paranormal orbs, end quote. And he's right, because The Orb Project is a really scientific work on this stuff. I mean, Klaus and Mikkel did clean room experiments with no where there's no dust and you know laboratory experiments and they got orbs and i get them every time i do a gathering or a reading and you know every night just to sit in the beauty of it and the spirituality of it and the sublime wonder of it all so now to our guest orb photographer from australia extraordinaire <laughs> i mean the photos are really incredible i can't wait for you all to see some of them and you can look her up on instagram too she'll tell you all about it liz webb let's welcome liz hi liz how are you welcome to orb magic hi christina thank you so much for having me I'm so grateful you are coming to us all the way from Australia. Is that correct? Where are That's you? That's correct. I know where you I'm are, but sure. tell everybody where you are. <laughs> I'm in New South Wales. I'm in country New South Wales in a little town called Cowra. Oh. And um, so I, I, I live on a bit of property and uh, I have uh, surrounded by nature everywhere. It's just perfect for all the I was about to say, the orbs must like Australia. <laughs> they seem to. <laughs> so, fellow orbologist, I think we're going to coin that term. I love it. Um, I think we said it last time, and I love that uh, calling you an orbologist. But yes, for purposes of this podcast, nice and loud, <laughs> all the way from Australia, can you tell everybody how you first found out about the orbs, got interested, and then started taking photos. Like, what, how did all that happen? Well, it happened because I'm very interested in photography and sunsets in particular. And so I was taking all of these sunsets, and the, the darker the sky got, the more orbs I would get in my photos. And I um, did a lot of research on the net, trying to find out what they were, and that's when I came across your wonderful website <laughs> and read your story. And I was very inspired by your move from, you know, from your career change to full-on mediumship and being a, a spiritual photographer and following your heart. And it was a gutsy move. And I, I thought to myself, you know, I need to, I need to take heart with this and likely follow in your footsteps. And <laughs> That's what I've been doing ever since. I've started an Instagram page called At Amazing Orbs, and I've got over 1,200 photos on there already. It's only been up less than a year. But I post a lot. I take a lot of photos. I'm out every single night, no matter where I am in Australia, which is great. Going to different locations is, is wonderful. But that's how I got into the orbs, by the, the sunsets led into the orb photography, and for now I can't go back. <laughs> Well, thank you for saying that, first of all. I really appreciate it. Uh, I believe you're the first person to ever tell me that they were inspired by my story to take more orb photos and continue to do it full time. So thank you so much. And that's why we call it magic also, orb magic, right? Um, I just want to let everyone know that your, I came across your orb photos on Instagram 
at Amazing Orbs, and they are some of the best orb photos I have ever seen. And I have to admit, many of them are way better than the photographs I get regularly. And I don't oh, want to wow. compare, you know, like that, because it's all spiritual and it's all beautiful and, and amazing and sublime, but your photos really are incredible. So can you talk about them a little bit, the different orbs you get and all of that? Well, thank you so much. That's really lovely. Um, yes, I get a lot of different orbs and I'm getting even more just recently. Um, it's hard to explain actually because it, you'd have to see the photos and, and you can see them if you go to the Instagram site, but there's um, there's levels of orbs, there's levels of beings, there's levels of dimensions. So we've got the inner dimensional beings and the interdimensional beings and some of them are animals, some of them are family, some of them are ancestors, some of them are guides, some of them are angels. And once you start to get a feel for the differences in them, it's even more fascinating than just on the surface of it, of capturing these beings, which are just energy, light, light and energy. Right. And that's right. You would know, you would know from your, from your own experience that you're yeah. getting all sorts of different. But I love that you're noticing all of that, that you recognize that they are just vibration, energy, uh, motion and color and that they're spiritual in nature or multi-dimensional. We don't even have to go completely to the spiritual route. Many of them are simply multi-dimensional. We don't know sure. all of what they're doing or where they're coming from, although there are a few good definitions that were given by spirit, by the spirit world and by spirit teams through Suzanne Giesman and Virginia Hummel and Nancy Myers. And some of those definitions are on my website. But So we do know that they are uh, at times, if not often, from a multi-dimensional and spiritual realm where they want to communicate in their own way and in their own language. And their language happens to be light and motion and balls of light. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and love. And love, yes. and Because yes. we'll see our loved ones' faces sometimes. We do. There are faces in a lot of the orbs. Uh, sometimes they're animals. Sometimes they're a very clear animal face, which is lovely too. But I have seen both of my parents in faces in the orbs, and now they come to me in specific colours. I have a. My dad comes as a blue orb, and my mum comes as an orange orb, and, uh, and they're for, often together. For people who don't understand that you've tested this with your parents, who are in you know in spirit across the veil, yes. as they say, but you've actually tested it. Like, Dad, show Several me times. now, Mom, show me now, and then you time and date stamp and everything. And Exactly. That's right. And I can do it repeatedly as well. I yes, mean, you have repeatability. I, <laughs> I yes. think you take more <laughs> orb photos than I do. I often now take them at my public events to show people or... I take them for clients as part of their private readings with their loved ones and, you know, for fun. But now that I've published some ebooks about it, I think, like, I want to do something a little different. And I'm going to, I literally thought the other day, Liz's orbs are so beautiful and amazing. I'm going to ask the spirit world to send, send me more that are like Liz's. <laughs> I'll send you some more. Okay, yeah, send some, Liz, because I keep getting a certain kind on average, and they they do change here or there, but I have a certain, like, family or language or, or dialect yes. of orb dialect that, that come all the time to, like, have this just way of showing up that's very similar, that's recognizable to me. But I would love for them to start doing more things. Sometimes they write words. I know you have seen this, letters and words. Yes, I have got letters. I've got an orb team, I'm sure of that. There are times <laughs> when I go out and the orb team are waiting for me. They're all there. They come in the first photograph. And, oh, okay. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> and you have an orb spirit guide, you said, or who a spirit guide um, who uses a certain kind of orb to communicate with you is another way we could say yes, it. Yeah. That's true. Can I tell you the story? Yes, that? please. That, that, that appeared to me through a time where I didn't actually have a camera. I... I blew up my original camera that I was doing all my photographs with. 
and um, I didn't blow it up, it just happened to wear out. But as I was trying to learn my new camera, which is completely professional and I'm into the settings and no longer just pointing and shooting on auto like I used to, um, there was a big learning curve for me. And for about two weeks, I couldn't get any orbs, which was very distressing for me because I <laughs> had every night I could yeah. get something. So I thought, you know, going through all of the self-doubt, all the things that you would naturally sort of question. And then why not? I think you told me last time, sorry to interrupt, I think you said last time when we talked that you really got depressed because you, you thought maybe you had been imagining something special, magical yeah. happening when that when you couldn't get them anymore with the new camera. I did question it because, you know, I have photographic friends that said it's dust, it's right. bokeh, right. it's, you know, like, you know, <laughs> have another weird banana list. But right. it's, <laughs> it was none of those things, you know. It was none of those things, and I knew it was none of those things because I could actually communicate with them and I could feel that they would respond to a request. Like, just, I mean, I'll, I'll digress slightly. I'll go back to my guide yeah. story. But just just two nights ago, there was a beautiful cloud in the sky and it was a moonlit night, and it was picture perfect. So I asked the orbs, could you please put yourself into this picture for me because it's a, it's a great shot. It's a, like a money shot for me, you know? And and they did. Yeah, they I did. saw they those. Several photos. I saw some of those on Instagram. They're beautiful, really. Yeah, um, so you were asking well. your you were asking them with the new camera, with I your was. guide. I was asking for the new camera to help me because I I wanted some more photos, and and this new camera should have and does get much clearer shots than my original camera, and so I'm out every night. I don't stop, even though I'm not getting results. I'm still out every night. And this one night, a huge white orb came straight in front of the camera. It kind of knocked me backwards a little because I, I thought I'd captured something else. This was not like an orb I'd ever seen before. It was very bright, it was very detailed, and until I load, unloaded, downloaded the camera, I wasn't sure what I'd caught. And once I saw it, it was, I was, I think I actually burst into tears, half relief, half joy, half grateful that they were back, you know, and so once that happened, I was back into the groove, I, I worked out what camera settings to use, and this particular orb stayed with me for nights and nights and nights, and it had a particular mark in it, like a, a little pencil line on one side. You it. knew it was, it was identifiable, the same one. It was. Yeah, so that's incredible, I, I have to just say, because you not only have repeatability, and I understand that because I have it too, but you're getting like these identity marks, like identifiable, yes. like that's the same one, please come back, you're asking them, and then they show up. That is really incredible. Yes, and, and it's, it's wonderful as well. So I, I asked this particular orb, I said, can you give me your name? And when you give me your name, could you please like hit me over the head with it? Because I need to know that it's you speaking to me and not my own thoughts. So I'm lying in bed that night, halfway between dream and sleep, where a lot of very cool things happen yes. in the spirit world. <laughs> yep. And this voice comes really close to my face. As I said, I asked him to hit me in the head with it. It was really close to my face, and it said, Pharaoh, really loudly, and came from the right-hand side of me across to the left-hand side of me, like it was speeding across the front of my face. Right, like so an I, orb. Pharaoh, <laughs> yeah. Yep, so I instantly sat up and wrote down Pharaoh, and, and it was F-E-R-R-O was the, the, the feeling that I got from it. So then the very next night, I call Pharaoh. Pharaoh, are you there? Bang, there it is. Great big white orb with the little pencil mark. And wow. Side, and I knew that I knew I'd had the, the right connection. Yes. There, so I now refer to Pharaoh as my orb guide, and he's... You know, if nobody comes out for me at night, if none of the orbs are performing or they're feeling pale or they're not, not into it, I can always re rely on Pharaoh. To, That's to amazing. That is truly amazing. It's great. And you have inspired me to then ask now for one orb guide and see what happens. Although yes. I do think it's already my grandfather because he's the first orb I ever saw. And... He, it's in my ebooks and on and, and online, but the orb was around his head only, and his ethereal. He's in spirit, 
and his ethereal body, shoulders, and upper body were sitting in a recliner in my mom's house. So we saw the top half of his body, and the orb was only around his head. It was not around, I mean, like, there's a spirit sitting in the chair. It's very clearly, you can see his shoulders, his upper body. It's not, it's not in any doubt from anyone who ever looks at it. It's very clear. And his facial features, and he's smiling. But the orb part was only around his head perfectly. That's just wonderful. So, clear, get the message across. clearly a message that they are connected to consciousness to our consciousness Absolutely. and I think he's been my orb guide ever since because he's the first one I ever saw and they've been coming ever since yeah I think it was around 2007 or 2008 but um so what kinds of experiences have you been having with the orbs other than the one you just told which was really special and beautiful um that where you're seeing different types of orbs I saw one, for example, I told you about already on Amazing Orbs on Instagram because you put all those pictures up all the time. And even Shannon Tagger of the book Seance, who I just interviewed, she watches your photographs yes. all the time, which is so cool. <laughs> um, so wonderful. Um, and uh, you get all these different types, but I saw one in June of 2021 with a very, very detailed, distinct female face. Um, yes. What other types of experiences have you been having or orbs are you getting? Well, there's quite often faces actually to be seen. Like, um, what's, what's interesting about that is that there's sometimes way more than just one face in an orb. You can have yep. multiple faces. Yeah. Some small, some large. Right. Some are recognizable. Some of them are not recognizable. Some of them are really quite alien looking. Uh, but it makes me wonder whether the, the orb itself, the, the vehicle of this light orb, is as a um, some sort of a transporting vehicle for these yeah, souls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To visit, to visit here and to absolutely. Make felt. I think they are, and I think that's a good way to think about it. They also have given a definition through Suzanne Giesman's group Sanaya that they they said we are sentient beings. And then they laughed and said, if you want to call us beings, I, we, we don't call ourselves beings, but we are here for your fun and pleasure and enjoyment, but also for messages and we can be used for healing. Uh, Gundy Heinemann, Dr. Klaus Heinemann's partner, they wrote a book called Messages of Hope. I believe, or that's Suzanne Giesman, but it's similar. It's a Messengers of Hope, I believe. And it's all about um, the orbs, but some of it is about how Gundy uses the orbs for healing, for quantum healing. I would believe that. But there is a fabulous feeling when you're amongst them. It's uplifting and joyous, and it's, it, you can walk away feeling very light and ecstatic. It's, it's really lovely. Right, right. So what um, other types of orbs are you getting or experiences are you having? Well, recently I've been getting a nonagon, and a nonagon has nine sides. <laughs> and I, I've looked into this now, and the, ni the number nine is very important for Chinese, Chinese mythology and history. It's a dragon energy which is also interesting because I've been sort of toying with the idea of maybe I can call in a dragon energy. Yes, you can. This, <laughs> this, is a, this is now appearing. This is not anything connected to Game of Thrones. There are actual energies oh, okay. that are dragon-like. If, you know, it's people are going to really think we're off our rocker now, but you can <laughs> call in a dragon. You can call in your own dragon. I personally have a Ghidra, a three-headed dragon spirit guide. <laughs> um, but very cool. Yeah, but so you I've seen these orbs that you're talking about, this this one orb, and it is distinctly geometric. Those lines are very distinctly nine-sided. They are. And I was getting one particular one for a long time, but just recently I've been getting a family of them. So maybe they're bringing them, their friends with them. <laughs> Dragon <so> babies. <laughs> yes. That's really neat that you, you, you took the message of nine sides because they're clearly showing you nine distinct sides. Um, yes. And that and they're huge. Some of them is as big as your house. I mean, 
Oh, they're they huge. Are enormous. Yeah. yeah. And then you're looking with you're you're looking that up and following your intuition about that number nine. That's really neat. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And they change color. They That's do. That's the other interesting thing about orcs. They do change color. So you can get maybe white one night, the next night they'll be colored like a rainbow or there's all different colors all different colors it's so true and you were saying your mom is what color orange she's orange orange and dad is blue that's right yeah yeah (laughs) it's almost like they show this the color spectrum because they do operate i've learned on the infrared red light level in many respects and the way the way and reason they do that is because the flash and the photons, the particles of light, the photons from our flashes, help them be seen if they are on that infrared red light level, which is why, and this is also in, um, (coughs) excuse me, this is in the ORB project, the science of this is discussed in the ORB project, so that's where I learned more about it. Um, But the reason is so that they can use that level and a cheap digital camera with a flash is works best for that reason. Yeah. That's cheap. true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Except, so... No, I'm not doing that. No, <laughs> you're doing new, fun, <laughs> amazing experiments. Um, I love it. But you get them all over the place, just like I do, you know, in the house, uh, in the yard, but you prefer to be in nature as much as possible. Um, is that correct? I do. Yeah. Yes, I do. I, I like the, the dark sky as a canvas. Yes. Really. It's just... Yes. It, uh, they, light, they light up. And, and also, they're so full of humor. They well. are. They have... <laughs> they really enjoy playing with you. And there are orbs that just dip their tail in, just the, just the bottom of it, for photo after photo. And, and it's like they're sort of teasing you, going, you can't have all of me. Right. This bitch, you know. <laughs> right, because they're moving very fast at all times. They're in motion and very fast at all times. So if they keep giving you the same photo over and over, they know the frame. They know the they dimensions know <laughs> of your frame. That's right. If they're only going to show you that one little piece over and over and over again. So you've got, though, orbs that are not circular. And I find that I have also... But mine tend to be regularly, perfectly circular all, all the time and on average. And that's the type that I show people at public events and that I showed um, IONS at the annual IONS conference last year. But um, there's a reason that they're circular, they said, because it symbolizes eternity and souls are eternal and energy is eternal. But we're getting other things and you're getting a lot of other things, too, that are not circular. So I wonder what that's Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Well, I, I don't know, of course, but I'm getting little jellyfish yeah. orbs. Yeah. And and things like big cobwebs and and you know um, like beings that look like I mean they look like an angel shape or a fairy shape if you want to call it that. But they're coloured and they're they're moving really fast. I think it was in the old project that they said they move between six hundred and nine hundred miles an hour. Correct. Or something, so they tested it, and they also did. Around. That's right, and they also did in 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 one one thousandth of a second of a flash of a camera. They think they're right. moving, and in that in and they've tested this. They also did clean room experiments to prove they're not dust. Because sometimes, if you walk into a dusty room and turn on a video camera, you're going to see a billion particles that look like orbs flying around the room. So I understand why people say they're dust sometimes. The problem is, is they're not dust if, <laughs> if it's a real spiritual orb that you can ask to do something and then prove they're listening. We do this at public events where I ask them to go sit in a certain chair and then show everybody that after everybody asked for that that's exactly what they did because we get the photographic evidence of that you know right so you're doing the same thing but you're really expanding this i mean this has now become your full-time joy and hobby I used to be a professional musician. Now I'm an orbologist. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 You used to be a professional musician, and now you're an orbologist. I love that. Um, you need to get it's a not, business not a card. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you need to get a business card. Um, so they, you also did an experiment where you tested it with a friend in um, 
California. Is it Curtis? Because I just started talking with yes. him. Can you talk about yes. that? Well, we, yes, sure. Um, there's a great little community coming together on Instagram, actually. I mean, there's, there's Curtis, who is at Curtis Chases Ghosts. There's at Super Lily, one, two, three, four. Yes. She's Yes. She's in Victoria, Australia. Okay. So a fellow Australian. We're going to have to have a big orb gathering. <laughs> we are. And we're, we're all just starting to talk to each other and, and formulate. In fact, Super Lily and I are going to do a, a test later on this week and see if we can call in this dragon orb because she is also getting this nine-sided orb wow. as of recently. Wow. So maybe it's an Australian dragon. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> But but with um, with Curtis, he and I sent each other our specific orbs. I was getting a specific colour orb, and I sent it to him in California, and it turned up in his photos where he'd never had that colour in his photos before. He has a, a little, like a W-shaped orb that, that flies through. I've been getting those now since we've... Since you collaborated. Stuff. Okay. All right. Yeah. So now I'm convinced. I'm going to take some photos this week at night. I also prefer the nighttime. Um, and I'm going to ask them to, I'm going to say, can I can I see some of Liz's orbs? <laughs> can you send me some well, of Liz's you, family, please? <laughs> if you would like, we'll, I'll do a time with you. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll I think we should do that. I think we should we'll do that. I think we should do that. Right. I think we should collaborate with our orbs and our orb teams, and we should. I, I'll send. Um, I, I let me think. Maybe like a thousand or something. I'll say put a thousand little ones in her photo frame, right in her photographs. Like, <laughs> do because I get a lot where there's like a thousand of them, and they're all little, and there's just there's just so many of them. So I am. I'll say sure. send you that. And then you tell me what you'll say, and then we'll take pictures. <laughs> sure. I think I'll that'd send be you a great. Really large colored one. Okay. <laughs> I think that would be beautiful. I think that'd be wonderful. I've gotten a few where they leave their light streak, it like their yes. motion, um, where it looks like they're a white light comet or something flying across yep. the sky. And I know you've seen some of those. I have. In fact, I had one of them come right up to my face and I saw it without the camera, which is not normal, but occasionally you do. Yeah. And I was, I was looking for orbs out the back one night and couldn't find any. They were just being very subdued. And then this one bright one was like a flashlight just shoom, straight past my face and up over the top of the house as if to say, follow me, we're all over here. <laughs> I walked around the house to the front and there they all were. They were all grooving around the front. So... You know, that's their sense of humor, and, and they, they enjoy being seen. I'm sure of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think so, too, because of at being able to ask them when I'm in public, at a public gathering, and we've just had lots of healing, evidential messages from loved ones in spirit, and people are in tears. And then, you know, there's all these beautiful messages being given, and then they're laughing, and... When people are full of joy and laughing after a really, really beautiful gathering and trans channel event, the orbs in the room are incredible. And so I could imagine that. They are not only responding to requests and showing and themselves to everyone, because this is a new group that I'll sit in front of every weekend, right? A new group sure. of people. And they come every time. And so they are also then um, responding to music and also water. And I know that in physical yes. mediumship, so spirit photography is a type of physical mediumship, so technically you're a physical medium. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. <laughs> it's official. I just want you to know because <laughs> it's been well known since the beginning of cameras that spirit photography is a type of physical mediumship because it's physical phenomena that you can call in and create or help and collaborate sure. collaborate and create um but in physical mediumship for example seance mediumship music and water are key to making physical phenomena in the spirit world happen in the seance room and i know that you've noticed stuff like that with your orbs Absolutely. The best photos I have ever got have been in rainstorms, thunderstorms. They love the energy in the air and they love the water. 
and the, the, the colours are brighter, they're sometimes even larger than normal. And yes, they have a lot of fun in the rain. And you can see them too, you can see them darting around and, and that's where I get a lot of those tails that you're talking about. Yeah. You can see that yeah. in the rain. I think that that shows that I like when there's snow or rain or some type of physical um, weather thing happening because they're so distinctly, they, they have a fingerprint, right? They so distinctly yes. look like themselves that you can see that they're not water by getting them, you know, there are orb photographers that get them underwater, under the ocean. Yes. I've seen that on some of the diving sites on Instagram. They, yeah. They're just, they're recording like octopus and that sort of thing. But I see orbs going through the photos. Like, oh, it's, I don't know what that is. There's a, I think she's in California. There's a, a diver, professional photographer. I think she swims with the dolphins. She gets pictures of dolphins and whales. But she's gotten so many orbs underwater that she now takes pictures of trying to get the orbs underwater. So if anyone says they're water particles, then they'll have to explain how we can still get them <laughs> underwater. <laughs> yeah, that's great. They look great underwater. Yeah, too. it's neat. Oh, I, I know. I just love it so much. You know, people are going to call us crazy anyway, um, but this is something that can be scientifically tested now with people like Nancy Myers, Virginia Hummel, yourself, Curtis, your friend in California, me, and other people who are just getting them, humbly stated, <clears throat> in collaboration with the spirit world every time we ask. Almost every time yes. we ask. Yeah. Absolutely. So you can be scientifically tested. So we're just letting the those who call us crazy know that, that, that this is happening in a way we can prove. Um, and yes. That again and again. Again and again, right? Because it's been since 2007 for me, and now it's been a couple years for you, and you go every night. You take them every night. Yeah. I have gigabytes of photos. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. It starts to be a lot. I understand that. I really do. Um, so what else do you think they're here for? I know we talked a little bit about this before, but what do you feel like they can do and what they're here for? What, what do you want people to know? Well, I think that their message in general is that we are not alone, that this is not the only existence that there is, that, that this material world is just the, the tip of the iceberg, if, if you like. There are so many other dimensions, so many other um, levels of living and being and, and existence that these things are coming through and showing themselves in ways that you can't just walk into the, the normal supermarket and, and pick up, you know, they're, they're not tangible, but you can certainly see them and prove them and take photos of them and movies of them. And, and talk with them. And, <laughs> and talk with them <laughs> and ask them to do things, you know. But people have put, yeah. asked whether they could get into their hand, you know, and so they come and settle in their hand. I know you've seen that photo where what I one is uh, kind of in my hand. Um, yes. There's a well that happened by accident, but there's nothing by accident. And I did not know that the people in the room were going to say all of a sudden spontaneously. This was in August seventeenth, twenty twenty one, in Gates Mills, Ohio, in the United States. And I was giving an orb demonstration. My my first really actually like public talk and all of a sudden we took pictures and everyone said with spontaneously without any prompting they said tell them to go to Christina and everybody laughed and giggled and said go to Christina and I felt all of a sudden I felt that that was gonna work and so I put That's my wonderful. hand up to where I thought one was and there was a picture of one in my hand I know you've seen that <laughs> um, now I didn't see that with my eyes I just sensed it the interesting part about that spontaneous request was also that it happened on 8.17 at 8.17 p.m. So no oh, <laughs> no accident at all. No, not at all. But what else do you want people to know? Because they can be very healing. They can be very healing. In fact, you can, you can get amongst in a cloud of them now. They'll come and surround you. There are times where I've had that too, and it's just the most wonderful, wonderful feeling. Yeah, and I uh, know you've had that also because you've got that in your in your yeah. photos. But 
looks like undecided. They're they're they've been used for healing and for communication and for joy and just enjoyment and showing people that they're in the room um, with everybody. Um, and what else have you experienced, or what do you what do you take from this that you're now doing this full time? I am, and I'm trying to also sense them. When I first go out there, I try and shut my eyes and try and feel which direction they're going to be in, and I'm getting better at it. It's it's a learning curve. I'm still learning. Oh gosh, yeah, it'll <laughs> that'll be for life. Even mediums keep Absolutely. learning for life. All keep learning for life. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, can you let everybody know where they can contact you and what you're going to do next? You're only on Instagram, right? Like, that's the only place people can see pictures. Is that right? At the moment. At the that's moment. Right. you got to write a book. That, that's true. You have to write a book, I think. I, I would love that. <laughs> you can help me do that. Um, but, uh, so where can people find you then? Can you let everybody know or contact you? Well, um obviously on Instagram, at Amazing Orbs. Um, I do have a website, which is www.liz-web.com. However, at the moment, that's just a, an outlet for my music and that sort of thing, but I'm going to put some more photos up on that soon. So Yay! that will change. Yeah. <laughs> I know for a fact that they, since they respond to music, that they love that you're a musician. I have a feeling that that helps with why you get so many. I have a theory about Maybe. that. Yeah. Yeah. It would be good if someone could record me while I was playing. Oh, my. I, yes, please. I'll take pictures <laughs> while you're playing uh, music. And, okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. You I guess, I, I guess, I guess I'm going to Australia. <laughs> um, that would be great. I'll save for that. I'll save my pennies for that. Um, but so thank you so much, Liz Webb fellow orbologist, brave, brave soul, because I know what it's like when people call you crazy because you're taking pictures of dust and think they're talking to you. <laughs> and it's not dust or water particles. Yeah, or rain or refraction or, you know, malfunctioning digital camera. I mean, it's real. We can prove it. And I'm just so grateful that you took the time today to talk about your pictures and I cannot emphasize enough how many people should just go look at her pictures. You'll see for yourself and um, enjoy them because they're so they're so amazing. They're really sublime. So thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Christina. It's been lovely talking with you. Yay! All right. Well, that's Liz Webb in Australia, fellow orb photographer. She can be found at Amazing Orbs on Instagram. And thank you all for being here. Thanks, Liz.